Hey Vikings, I'm Riley Dominey with the Brian High Norseman podcast, and I'm here with Maria Trevino, Director of Marketing and Resource Development at the Boys and Girls Club, and Fatima Virginio, Director of Programs and Latino Outreach. Thank you both for being here with us today. Thanks for having Thank us you. today. Yes. Of course. Okay, so I know the Boys and Girls Club has been in the community for a long time. What is the purpose of the club and what services does it provide? The purpose of the Boys and Girls Club is uh, to serve all area youth ages 6 to 18. Um, so if you're an area student, you are welcome to join and attend the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, we, are, we work to serve all area youth with programs focused on academic outreach, healthy lifestyles, um, and academic success, um, and character and leadership. So um, at all of our programs that we offer focus um, on one of those three core areas. Um, but we offer after school and summer programs. So um, those are our two memberships. We have an after school membership that runs the duration of the school year. And then our after school or summer membership is for the months of June and months of July. Um, so that membership um, is available, like I said, to all area youth. Um, most of our members um, come and see us every day. We've got a lot of kids that come to the club every afternoon. Uh, Brian High, uh, Brian ISD uh, buses bring a lot of the kids to us. We do actually have a bus route from Brian High that brings some um, students to us every afternoon, um, as well as lots of other area schools. Um, and it, it, the programs vary every afternoon. So it's always something different, always something fun. Um, there's a meal involved every afternoon that's made from scratch in our kitchen. And also um, after-school tutoring and homework help is offered as well. So lots of great things that um, area students and youth can take advantage of at the club. That's awesome. Uh, how do you hope the club helps teens within the community? Um, so I'll take that one. Um, <clears throat> so traditionally, because we are an after-school program and most teens feel like I'm good, I don't need to be somewhere, even if my parents are working, you know, I, I've either got things to do or I've, I, I have a place I can be. Um, you know, our, our teen membership has been low, like I said, traditionally. And so, um, in my position as director of programs, one of my goals initially was to reach out to teens more, but my first thought was trying to get them in for club hours until I realized it wasn't necessarily about bringing them to, to our after school club hours, but meeting them where, like where your needs are, where teens want to be. And so that's why we've started some new initiatives this year, including like our teen monthly our monthly teen nights, which are on Saturday evenings, and it's literally just a place to hang out. And this last time we had like a DJ, mm-hmm. and um, we have food, and it's like open gym, and it's just very casual, laid back, and that just seems like something that's not not only more appealing to teens, but you know, it's just it's a cooler place to be than coming in every day after school with all the little kids. And something the community needs a lot. I mean, as yeah. a, as a parent, my kids are thirteen and sixteen, and I know there's not many places for teens to hang out in town. Um, and y'all, you know, teens get tired of Grand Station and big shots all the time. And you know, so when there's, um, it's just nice to have another place in town that's just y'all's, no parents. Um, it is chaperone. There is security present, um, just to make sure everyone's safe. But um, it's just a fun place to hang out. There's pool tables, fool's ball, um, Xboxes, a full-size gym where you could do pickup games of basketball or kickball or dodgeball or whatever you want to do. So yeah. it's it's just a really nice area to hang out and just with your friends. Right. And good food, mm-hmm. which is always good for teens. <laughs> yeah. um, I know 
maybe I'll just mention several things that uh, students enjoy, but what are some of the things that have been like implemented over the last few years to get more students involved? Well, I know one of the big things, I'll start by saying, um, we do have a new facility. So if you are familiar with the Boys and Girls Club, you know, that served the area for decades, our, traditionally our location, or maybe your parents came to the Boys and Girls Club when they were younger and told you stories about it, but traditionally it was always on William J. Bryan, just past um, downtown Bryan as you drove through downtown. Um, but we moved to a new facility um, in February of 22, so it's been about a year and a half. And with that new facility, it's way bigger, um, double the size of our old facility. Like I said, a brand new full-size gym, lots of basketball goals. It does have that full kitchen in it now that allows us to cook meals um, for uh, special events or every day after school um, for our members. So it affords us a lot more opportunity. And it's just a lot. There's an art design room, a library, um, classroom spaces, um, and a lot of fun areas, a teen room where y'all can hang out. Um, so that has been a, a, an amazing thing for our growth. It's at 1910 Beck street now, um, right in the middle, kind of behind Jane long, if y'all went to Jane long and, um, it's right near that area. So that's been a huge game changer for us. Just in that new location allowed us to serve a lot more kids. Um, so now we have about 130 to 150 members that come see us every afternoon. The club has grown a lot just with the new location. And then Fatima has in her role in director of programs, I think I'll let her speak about some of the programs she's implemented that's helped with the growth as well. Yeah. So I was going to piggyback off of that a bit. So we did last year, we were able to bring a, a, a college readiness program and a handful of our members took advantage of that, but we're hoping to either bring back the same or something similar. Um, and it's just, it's literally, it's exactly what it sounds like. It is taking um, like a, what is it, like screeners that give you your ideal careers based on your hobbies and interests and then based on that what are the best colleges in the state and in the country um, that you could study those different professions or, or you know tracks um, down and then what kind of testing you need to do and then prep for it and so um, all kinds of things to kind of get you started and ready for after or if you know your your endeavors are more entrepreneurship or something or a trade school it just um, kind of gets you on in that mindset and gives you the pathway to it. Um, so that's one of the programs that I feel is more specific to teens and especially those that are like later in their high school career. Um, but Maria mentioned something like we have a, a specific teen space within the club and that's new as well. In the past, we always had our age groups divided. And since we only had a handful of teens, they were just kind of with our 10 to 12 year olds. But that's a really big difference. You're 16. You don't want to be with 10 and 12 year olds. Um, and, and I say that with lots of love because I have an 11 year old, but it's just not the same There's a big difference. So starting August of this year, we created, we carved out a space that is just for our teens. And right now we have about five of them regular, regularly coming to that. But since our first teen night in September, I've got at least six that are like, I want to be here. I want to come into that. And it's, it's, I mean, there's a couch, there's an Xbox, there is a little area where you can set up a laptop. Like it is very teen friendly and not having to mingle or mix with the younger kids. Um, just, it makes a big difference. And so they go in there, they kind of have their own space to set their things down and, um, and their own programming that is more relaxed, laid back, not focused yeah. on things that interest focused teens on, and yeah. where y'all are in For life sure. and the things that you need to know. I, I love the things at the boys and girls clubs. Cause I think that the programs focus on the things that are not school related. So y'all yeah. get so much academics and you know, you're, you're, 
you're given so much information and you're, you're trying to pass a test, but the boys and girls club, it really is focused on those life skills, those character mm-hmm. and leadership things, those things that you need to know to be successful at life, no matter what you do, whether you go to college or you go to a trade or you, um, you, whatever you, whatever path, whatever, um, interest you have in life, um, the, the things and the skills that you get at the boys and girls club will serve you in all those areas. And are, and we get to focus on those really really core important skills that is not academic in nature, but equally important to your success in life. So that's something I really love about the club. And the cool thing too, about being in the teens or or coming to the club right now is it's a special time. As Fatima said, there's a lot of new. And so the teens that are coming to the club and and if you choose to be a part of that, you get to be a part of shaping that Mm -hmm. and growing that. And we want to hear the input from teens when they come, what you like, what you don't like. um, And then we'll, we'll continue to mold and shape the programs and space and um, areas to suit um, yeah your needs yeah I mean and just as an example right now that group is um, doing a program that focuses a lot on their mental health and that's such a hot topic right now um, I'm, I mean I think everywhere uh, but particularly in teens I, I have a, a niece and two nephews that are triplets and they're seniors and a lot of the things that we talk about when we just have conversations are that you know mental health and and the state of, of how they're feeling and not being able to express that and so um, our teens that are coming regularly will come in and they just they have like this little jot down um, of how they're feeling that day and what's making them upset or what's made them happy what are things that regularly make them upset and it's just kind of a moment to reflect on what they're feeling and um and like I said I have an older boy and initially when he did that he was like oh mom gag feelings Mm -hmm. but now he loves it and we're having to stay a little bit later just because it's so um it just it gives that space to say what I'm really feeling and who is hacking me off and Mm -hmm. you know who's making me feel this way or that and and why and I think it's yeah it's a good space to do that sometimes when you are a teen, everything's a rush, you know, you're running here or there, whether it's with your activities or all the things that are happening. And this just gives you a moment to pause. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what are like the difficulties in getting older kids involved in the club? Uh, I know as a parent, like I said, of teens, uh, there's a ton of demands on your time, yeah. both from school um, and extracurriculars, um, church things. There's lots of things Part-time pulling you jobs. jobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pulling you in different directions. So, um, it's just a time thing, you know, it's always hard. Um, but like I said, we really are trying to meet the needs of the unique needs of the teens in the area. Um, and creating, like I said, those teen nights, it's not so much that we expect that you'll, that teens will be at the club every day after school, like our, most of our members are, um, that we see every day, but, um, having those special programs for teens, like that are outside of those normal, you know, times after school that will allow you, whether it's evenings or weekends, um, not too early in the morning. So no, <laughs> Hey, I like to sleep in too. <laughs> so, um, just to make sure that we, you know, are, are giving those programs and opportunities at the time that that's meaningful and that will allow teens to come when y'all have some free time. Yeah. And, and if I can, I, I guess there's a couple of things I want to clarify. And I, I say this were my own misconceptions before I became more involved in the boys and girls club movement, but there is this misconception that there's like a certain, uh, demographic or a certain requirement to be part of a boys and girls club. And that is non-existent. Mm-hmm. There is no requirement. There's no income requirement. There is no, um, you know, minority requirement, school um, district, school mm-hmm. district. Um, it, really it's just down to age and, mm-hmm. and being a current a student. Yeah. And being a current student mm-hmm. and, you know, getting a spot before, um, we run out of space mm-hmm. because that tends to happen. Although, mm-hmm. like I said, we do, we do still have space for our teens mm-hmm. specifically 13, mm-hmm. 18. Um, 
But there is that is one thing that I feel is a common misconception. And the other is that um, uh, I think, I mean, and Maria touched on it a bit, is that this is academic. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is um, opportunities for academic help if that is needed. But this is more about character building and just getting you ready for life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's not like... Um, it's getting you, it's, it's allowing cool. you no, to <laughs> lean into your passions. That's why we have an art yeah. design room. That's why we have a full size yep. gym for those that love, you know, athletics. Right. We have a dance um, instructor from A&M, a student from A&M that comes in and dance club and yeah, we TikTok have, club. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we just allow a space to lean into your passions, right. what you love outside of school and just grow your interest in those areas. So that's what I love about the club too. Yeah. Um, how do the older kids play a role in the success of the club? I think definitely being an example is is the biggest one. Um, it's it's very clear when our older uh, members, our youth, are um, being an example to the younger ones. Just the environment at the club's a little easier. <laughs> we don't yeah. have as many big behaviors and um, you know, yeah, that's right. Where they're forming or they are becoming leaders, and they in turn inspire the younger ones to want to do the same. Um, and it just happens naturally when you're doing something that you like, when like Maria mentioned a minute ago, you're leaning into interests and things and you're expanding on talents and hobbies that you may already have. Um, you're happy. And when you're doing that, you are becoming a leader in whatever area that is. And so then those younger, um, kids are coming up and they are watching the youth and they're wanting to do the same and they're emulating and overall it just starts expanding and then eventually you have a community-wide effect they really shape the culture of the club as well absolutely yeah okay and how was the participation at the last team night so yeah that was really exciting for me um I, i will be honest that i it was the very first and this is kind of a whole new endeavor and so I, I was really nervous that it was going to be like one kid <laughs> or one not one kid just like sorry, you have one a, team anytime you have a party you're just always like, afraid what if someone yeah, doesn't come what if nobody comes and nobody shows up we got all these plans and so and then there was a, a, an option to pre-register but it wasn't required and so the night before I look and there were three and I was like, no, my worst nightmare. I really thought I was like, well, great. You know, we'll, we'll have a good time with these three and it'll be great. We ended up having um, more than 10. Only two of those are registered members, which means that the rest are just from the greater community that showed up. And I mean, by the end of the night, and we're talking, we were there for two hours, but we had a DJ and mm-hmm. we had open gym and we had nachos mm-hmm. and we were just literally hanging out. Even mm-hmm. I myself was just sitting and eating nachos and just talking to teens mm-hmm. in a real casual setting. And by the end of the night, um, every one of them was like, okay, can we have a three hour one next time? Yeah, I'm friends. bringing my friends next time. Yeah. And there were like five or six of them, like I said, that were that asked, can we be part of the club? Like, I'd really like to come here mm-hmm. just normally after school on days when, um, when yeah. I, have yeah, time. when I have time. Yeah. 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 Which is another thing. It's not an attendance thing. Mm-mm. So, um, drop in if, whenever you want. Yeah. It's a drop in as you need, as you want, as you can. Um, so if you are a teen member, that doesn't mean you're expected to be there every single day. You yeah. come once a week. Cool. We yeah. love to see you once a week. Yeah. So. Our hours after school are after school starting at three o'clock and then we're open till seven o'clock every uh, Monday through Thursday. We close at six o'clock on Friday. So we're yes. open into the evening. And again, um, food every you. night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you want to, yeah. If, if a member wants to stop by for 30 minutes an hour, great. Yeah. If you want to, you know, come for the whole time. Great. If you yeah. want to come one day a week, fine. If you want to come one day a month, that's fine too. Yeah, so super flexible. Total open door. Yeah. And when is the next teen night? Next one is Friday, October 6th yeah. from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, and so that is, we did that intentionally. Originally it was Saturday, but Saturday is the Aggie and uh, it's, uh, uh, 
Alabama game. Thank you. Bama game. And so we know there's going to be a lot of people doing that. And we just thought, you know what, let's give those the opportunity to do that that will. And so we, we shifted. Most of them will be Saturday evenings. That's the only one that will be Friday. We also checked it against the Brian High uh, football games. And it, it just, that's the one that worked out. The other the thing best. I'm excited about for it to be on a Friday night is it's first Friday. Yes. So I know if you, first Friday is not your scene, but your parents are always trying to drag you out the first Friday. <laughs> um, tell them to drop you off at the Boys and Girls Club. Let them go hang out, walk around first Friday and do all the shopping and make going to all the things that you don't want to go do. And you can hang out at the Boys and Girls Club just down the street and they can pick you up when they're done. Yeah. Um, um, so, and just as a sneak preview on, um, on that teen night on Friday, October 6th, we plan to have barbecue and uh, either laser tag or a Nerf war. Our gym will transform and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So every, every night, every teen night we have, we're working to have a different theme, different food, yeah. different activity. So it's always going to be something a little bit different. Mm. Right. But if that's not your thing and you still want to come, you can hang out in the cafe or in the game room. Like there's options. So we'll, we'll continue to have everyone. Yeah, yeah. Teen night every month. There'll be one in November, one in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that'll all be on our website as yes. well on our Facebook page and Instagram. Yep. Um, how has your involvement with the Boys and Girls Club impacted you? Uh, I guess, yeah, I'll go first. I guess so. I'm a former teacher. I taught first and second grade for 10 years and loved it. But like everybody, COVID turned my world upside down. And so it ended up causing a major shift for my family. And we moved back here to Aggie Land because I am an Aggie. So my husband and I um, lived here years ago and were married here and then moved away and came back. Um, but I never expected, I guess, to be involved with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, my parents are on the board at an, in, in Polk County, <laughs> that Boys and Girls Club, and I heard about it growing up, and I even performed because I sing. So I performed at a couple of events mm-hmm. for the club there, but that was it was just never something that I was directly involved with. But Maria here um, and I worked together in a former life when I was a college student um, at a law firm, and... Um, she reached out to me and it was just kind of one of those serendipitous things. Like I was looking for something. She was looking for somebody like me. She reached out to me and I thought, well, you know, maybe. And, um, and yeah, it just kind of happened, but it has been amazing. It's been such a great experience for my, I have three boys and my two oldest are now members of the club. And, um, initially it was kind of a, a convenience, you know, it's my job. So it's easy for them to bus over and be with me. But now it's so great. Like I said, my oldest wants to be there for the, the teen, um, programming and the youngest is like, these are my friends. And it's just, it's been a great experience. I think all around for our family and me individually and professionally. So, yeah. yeah. And I've learned a lot about the boys and girls club. My, my career experience has been in the legal field and the healthcare field, never done anything with youth, uh, before, but that's the kind of the fun thing about doing marketing in my role is that you can do marketing for any kind of industry you're interested in. And so I love working with nonprofits and was drawn to the mission of the boys and girls club. Um, but I just, it's changed me and just knowing about the movement, the boys and girls club nationally, um, and mm-hmm. how that shapes the youth of the nation and, and the legacy that it's had of shaping the youth of this nation and of the area. There's so many local leaders, our mayor, current mayor included Bobby Gutierrez is a former member of the boys and girls club. So there's so many people here locally. Ask your parents when you go home, you know, ask them about the Boys and Girls Club. Maybe they were members. Maybe they knew someone that was members. Maybe they played on the football team that has a long history of having football and basketball at the Boys and Girls Club. So 
I've loved learning and, and hearing people's stories about um, their experiences here locally at the Boys and Girls Club and how that shaped the leaders of our community and, and leaders of our world. Ty Warren is another former member who is um, coaching now in the NFL, played in the NFL, coached in the NFL. Um, and we just, it's Isn't really. Denzel Washington's like the national uh, spokesman. Yeah, and as a former Jennifer member Lopez. of the Boys and Girls Club. So, so many yeah people have gotten their start and um, credit the boys and girls club with helping giving them the tools that they needed to be successful in life. And so I've loved being a part of that and seeing how that's played out in our community and our nation. That's awesome. Um, And I can't let y'all go without one more question. I know, (laughs) I know Lester helps out a lot at the boys and girls club. How has he influenced and helped the club? You know, that's something that I've learned a lot about being (laughs) at the boys and girls club too. I've known the name of Lester Banks being the community um, but didn't know the depth and breadth of Lester's involvement and love for his community. And you guys see him at, at, at here in the high school and yelling at you at the halls to get to class and <laughs> don't be late him, <laughs> on the way in. But um, he, when he is not here at the high school, he is at um, the boys and girls club and yeah. days that um, Brian ISD with the schedule when there's staff development days, when there's early release days, the club is open on those days from eight to five on on staff development days and like spring break, fall break. We're going to be open eight to five during those days as well to give um, our members and youth a a safe place to hang out and be. I mean, Lester is there those days when the school is closed, but the club is open and that's part of our heart and our mission is to be that presence in the community and be uh, that safe space when the school is not in session. Um, Lester's there. And so he's there running dodgeball games. I mean, he's doing all the fun youth things that he probably doesn't get to do a lot of fun stuff here at the school, but he gets to be (laughs) fun and, um, and do all those fun things at the boys and girls club. So he's got decades and decades of, um, of service to the boys and girls club. And we're so thankful for him and all he does yeah. for the community. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm newer, I guess, to the community, because like I said, I'm a former student, but it's different to live here as a student and, you know, with your family and as an established person of the community. And so I didn't know Lester until last year when I joined the boys and girls club. And my initial impression was, Oh my gosh, this man hollers all the time. Like he is grumpy. <laughs> he is, is he so going? rude. And, and the very first time I realized he was joking with a stoic face, I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I did not understand. And so after that, it's just been like, all right, smile. Nope. I'm not talking to you too. Smile. Yeah. We just great relationship. He is a wonderful person and a huge asset. And, um, I mean, everyone loves him, but our members for sure appreciate what, um, what it is that he does there at the club and, and, um, and how special he is to everybody. And yeah. Yeah, he. I've never met pillar. anybody with a bigger heart for yes. area youth and wanting to see each and every one of you succeed. And he will go above and beyond to make sure that every student, if you approach him with a need, he will make sure find that it, he yep. ta- it finds a way to take care of that for right. you. And uh, even our staff. I mean, oh, he's gosh. so appreciative of our staff yeah. and he's very open about that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And is there anything else y'all would like to add to help our students get involved? Um, well, for sure. Um website is always the information uh, or always has our information and it's uh, bgcbv.org which I know that's a mouthful it's just an acronym for boys girls club Brazos Valley so bgcbv.org and um, I'll meet you where you are yeah hey we're on Instagram I'm not on Snapchat yet I'm not on TikTok <laughs> we're not on TikTok we'll get there hey if y'all have a passion for that though and want to come to the club and help us get a TikTok started I'd be all cool. about that yeah so um but I mean, we're, we're on, on the Inst- Facebook, but I know that's old people now. <laughs> yeah, we're on Instagram. So 
on Instagram, it's BGC Brazos Valley. So follow us there, stay up to date, share our posts. That would be share our stories that would help out a ton to spread the word to your friends um, and students in the community. Kids yeah. in College Station, Kids in Bryan. I just love that the Boys and Girls Club gets to be that melting pot and yes. that mixture of all the kids, Everyone. homeschool, charter school, College Station, Bryan, even kids in the outline areas. You've got friends in Snook. You've got friends mm-hmm. in Caldwell. Come and hang out on a team night. Um, invite them into town and tell them to come and hang out. And yeah. then um, it, it's just a lot of fun. And then another week, we have a, some UPS road code events coming yes. up this fall as well. If you're um, just started driving, we'll be driving soon. Um, it's a distracted driving workshop. It'll get you a discount on your insurance. And it'll also, uh, we uh, raffle off a, um, a, free a driver, driving course. Yeah, a free yeah, driver's ed Austin's course driving school. to one person that comes and participates at each one of those sessions. Yeah, we did so. have one we hosted here, actually, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, your principal was awesome enough to let us use a space summer. in the summer. And we had 42 teens here who now have insurance discount and... Mm-hmm. One um, one, yeah. One of them won, uh, you know, Austin a driving school, school driver's like program valued at like three four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, and it's just a morning class, so yeah. we'll be announcing those fed. dates. I'll be putting that on the Instagram as well. But yeah, please follow us on Instagram and check us out. Yep, of course. Um, thank y'all so much for being with us today. Thank you.